0: Christ-Following Household In last week's readings, Paul described how a Christ-formed identity expresses itself through a Christ-following lifestyle. He urged the Colossians to put off the old self with its focus on selfish desires and to put on the new self, which is characterized by love for one another. In today's reading, Paul gets more specific by giving instructions on how the Christ-following life— was to be lived out in a Colossian household.
1: Colossians 3, verse 18, through chapter 4, verse 1. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, Masters, provide for your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven.
0: Household codes. To our modern sensibilities, today's scripture can seem at best outdated and at worst offensive. And yet, if we understand the context into which Paul is speaking, we might begin to see his words as revolutionary. It is important to note that in the ancient world, three or four generations would share a home as well as various household servants. With such a large group of people living together, it was common in that day for pagan philosophers to develop household codes. These codes were always written from the perspective of and for the benefit of the male head of the household. They contained tips for how the man could keep everyone in line, and get the members of his household to do what he wanted. Paul would have been familiar with these pagan household codes, and here in Colossians, he decides to write his own set of codes. Paul's household code would have been revolutionary to first-century readers for a number of reasons. First, Paul's code addresses women and children as people with wills and minds of their own, who can choose their own behaviors. No one had ever done that before. The pagan codes were always addressed deliberately and exclusively to men. Second, Paul challenges the men. Again, the pagan codes were always set up to benefit the male head of the household. In Paul's code, he challenges the men to treat the other members of the household with love and respect. Third, Paul treats slaves with respect. In our modern context, we wish Paul would have declared that all slaves should have been freed at once. Yet a society without slavery would have been unimaginable to people in Paul's day. Slavery in the first century was not based on race, but the result of military conquest and economic hardship. Paul does not condemn slavery in his household code, but he does challenge the evils in it. Again, He challenges the male head of the household to treat the slaves justly and fairly, and he also speaks encouraging words to the slaves, urging them to work for the Lord, not for men, and offering them hope of a future reward. All of these things would have been revolutionary to the Colossians, but there is still one overarching characteristic of Paul's code that would have been truly amazing. Notice how often the Lord is mentioned in these codes. All of the instructions Paul gives are issued in the name of Christ. In a culture where the home was dominated by the male head of the household, Paul puts everyone on the same level. Christ alone holds ultimate authority over the home, and every person in the household is responsible directly to him. In that way, Paul's code still holds true for our households today. Jesus is Lord and every person in a family is responsible to Him. Reflection questions. What evidence is there in your household that Jesus is Lord? What are some ways you could honor Jesus in your home today?